Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 61. The sixth best piece of advice I ever received from a billion dollar brand. And the best part is they relate to all areas of our life. Humility, integrity, personal development, community, trust, honesty. These were all at the forefront and they can apply to so many areas of your life. And there was about, so there was six, well, actually there was a lot more than six, but I want to share six key ones with you that I thought were very um, profound. And it was when I was consulting, doing digital consulting for Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. And when, when you hear digital consulting, keep mind what I mean by digital strategy and, and integration is like a business strategy is like, hey, how do we streamline your whole business and make it work and function efficiently, right? Digital strategy is saying, how do we do what you do in the physical world, in a digital world and manage all of the things, manage your business, manage the people you serve, manage the customers, everything, right? All the things. But I learned a lot more about life when I was helping out uh, a particular brand called Krug, K-R-U-G, Krug Champagne. And they were, you know, they're one of the most prestigious luxury brands in the world. Very humble people, extremely humble people. <clears throat> they're like a 200 year plus old brand, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, I learned quite a bit from two of the individuals, Olivier Krug, who was the great, 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 great grandson of Joseph Krug, who created the brand, and Carl Helene. And I want to share them with you because they were fascinating stories of like aha moments and they do apply to life. So I'll give you, here are the six points and I'm going to dive into the stories of each of them. But the, the first one was humility brings people together when each other has specific skills, but need to rely on each other for the others. Right. Um, meaning, uh, I probably could write that a little bit better, but like meaning that, um, when you have a skill set and somebody else has a skill set and you need each other, it's a lot more humility to work together to use each other's talents than just to think you can do it all. Number two, 60% is 100% more than people who know nothing at all. <laughs> That's one of my favorite stories, which I'll share with you in a minute. 60% is 100% more than people who know nothing at all. Read that. Listen to that again. Number three. The goal isn't to keep a job because I'm failing. The goal is to quit a job because it doesn't need me anymore. Make your value speak for your work and you work speak for itself. Next one, don't talk so technical that people you need to reach don't understand you. Simplify things and that's how you'll win them over. And then another one was build yourself first. If you put everybody else first, you'll be stretched too thin and you won't be able to take care of yourself or follow through for us. And the last was don't focus on industry or competition. Focus on the people you serve. So these are, these were very profound lessons because they do apply to life. So I'm going to go through each of them. You know, the first one I mentioned about humility, um, what had happened was I, I didn't know enough about this brand because, you know, it's, it wasn't my background and I was meeting with the director and, you know, he's teaching me all about the brand and 
I said, Carl, I have a question. He goes, why did I hire you? And I said, yeah, I know nothing about, you know, this world. And he said, I know nothing about yours. I was like, okay. And he goes, well, I guess we both have something to learn. And isn't that life? Isn't that like partnership? Isn't that um, teamwork? Isn't that business? Isn't that friendships? Isn't that like all of these things? Like, right? You know something and I don't know and I that I don't know and I know something you don't know. And we are um, building on the best of ourselves. So we're contributing to each other's worlds. And I thought that was so cool when he said that to me because it, it calmed me down because I'm like, I, you know, I've never been around this industry. And he's like, but we need your help. We don't understand the stuff that you're doing that, you know, is the most um, applicable to the business right now. Help us understand, you know. And so I said, OK, you know, and I gave him this whole rundown. He's like, this is great. We I remember we go back into the office. This leads to point number two. And when we're back in the office, he calls France. He starts speaking French. And he's telling them something. He puts them on hold and he says, do you have your passport? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I need you out in France next Tuesday for the annual meeting to tell them everything you just told me. And I froze. I was like, are you kidding me? No. (laughs) I said, absolutely not. And he said, what's the problem? And I said, you want me to go tell the entire family, the people who run the brand, and all the adjacent people that how they're maybe doing the marketing needs to be done differently. And he goes, yeah, what's the problem? I'm like, that's very intimidating. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. And he said, what's the problem? How much, you know, and I was like, well, you know, I, it's always changing the environment. And he said, stop, stop overthinking, stop overthinking. He's like, let me ask you a question. I said, okay. And he said, how much do you think you know about all this stuff? And I was like, oh, you know, Carl, it's always changing. You know, there's so many different things happening in this world. You know, there's new protocols. There's new, you got software, you got hardware, you got, you know, the internet, you got social media now emerging. This is back in 2012. You know, you got this, you got that, all this stuff. And he's like, stop, 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 stop. I'm like, okay. And he goes, how much do you think you know? I said, I don't know, like 60, 70%. He's like, that's perfect. I said, I don't understand. He goes, that's 100% more than we know. Now get your ass on the plane. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, actually, that that's right. What he was saying, and this is the lesson, is that, and it's something for you all to consider about your talents, is that something you know is something they don't. Own that. Be proud of that. Even if you're still coming up in that world of learning those tools and those gifts and those everything, you know it. And others are relying on you to know it. And they don't know it. Even quote unquote people in high positions, and you guys already know how I feel about status and titles and all that other stuff. The reason why this stuff doesn't matter is because you're gifted in a specific area and other people who are not are relying on you to tell them what you are know what you know and what you are constantly learning. It doesn't matter that you don't know it all. Don't compare yourself to anybody else in your own industry. You know, compare yourself to yourself and how you're constantly like loving on the things that you're learning. And so I went out there and I spoke to the whole family. I spoke about all the things and I really I geeked out and they saw the passion in it and they you know 
they had a lot of questions and they felt relieved because now they also understood more about it and they were excited, right? So 60% is 100% more than the people who know nothing about it at all. And then later, I think it was about a week or two later, actually, no, it might have even been that week, um, as we're talking, you know, about this whole, about just about everything, you know, he said, to me, he said, you know, Matt, the goal isn't to keep a job because I'm failing. What happened was I said, you know, you're bringing all kinds of people together. And he said, yeah, I want to bring the best of the best around me. He's like the people who don't know what, uh, who know what I don't know. And I said, okay, yeah, I get that. And he goes, no, but the thing is, is I don't want to still be in a job, this job several years from now, because it's, I'm constantly f like figuring it out. I want it to be I want it to be where I can quit the goal. He said, the goal is to quit a job because it doesn't need me anymore. I've proven the worth. I've made it efficient. I have it running the way it needs to be. It's automatically doing well that the results are a product of what I brought to the table. And it's so different than what the corporate world preaches. A lot of people kind of you know, same in relationships, same in friendships, same in growing up, same in all these things, like, right, they stay stuck in patterns um, and never really solve it versus he was like, no, my goal is to be the best version of me here, leave it better than I found it. Obviously, in a relationship, you just want to grow old together, <laughs> but, but, you know, and in friendships, right? But his, but his point in the job part was, no, I want to have the best around me. I want my work to speak for itself, that they don't technically need me. And those are my results. And I thought, wow, I'd never heard anybody say it like that before. And then later on, uh, a couple months later, I was having, they were having a board meeting. This goes to the fourth one. Don't talk so technical. We were having, they were having a board meeting and we're about to go in and he said, I want you to do me a favor. And I said, sure. And he goes, you know, um, when you talk to high level technology, um, it's harder for people who don't understand to follow along. Um, and he's like in life and in business, simplify, always be, you know, coming eye to eye with people, always be speaking from a place of connection. And he said, you know, they don't need to know all the technology. They need to know how it helps them and how we're doing new things that are exciting to bring results forward because we're wanting to try new things. Um, he's like, be careful. Cause when you, when people don't understand, they can feel more overwhelmed, but when they feel understood, seen and heard, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, obviously you guys know my, my language by now, but this is more or less what he was kind of saying. He's like, when they feel understood, um, they become more excited and they become relaxed and trusting and, um, you know, ready to connect more. And I thought that was really cool. And that's exactly what happens. Um, and so uh, before I get to the fifth point, I'm going to jump ahead to the sixth one. Uh, I ended up, you know, connecting with Olivier Krug more in depth. And um, we ended up sitting down talking. And he said, you know what makes a good brand? And I said, I'd love to hear your advice. You know, you're from a, a, a family that has built a legacy, you know, that has lasted couple of centuries 
used to serve kings and monarchs and, <laughs> you know, and he said, you know, a lot of people pay attention to the noise in the external world. He's like, you could pay attention to the industry. You could pay attention to competition. You could pay attention to critics. You can pay attention to all these things in the external world, but none of it matters. The purpose of anything you create is for the people you serve and the value you bring to them in anything in life. And I was like, that's true. He said, no, you know, industry is loud and everybody's going to do it their way and everybody's going to have an idea of how it should be done. And he's like, and yeah, you should technically understand what's happening. You know, you want to kind of have your ear on the ground, but you don't want to get out of your lane. You don't want to not trust yourself. And competition, you know, listen, people will always have other options when they go elsewhere in business, life, you know, but he was talking more so about business and he said, but they will never forget how they feel when they're in your world, depending on how you behave or in all behavior, but they'll never forget how, you, how they feel in your world. And he said, when you serve people from a very genuine place that is in your craftsmanship and in your mastery and in your heart and in your purpose and in your mission. He's like, Matt, the customer, he's like, we've raised prices over years and they continue to purchase because they continue to support because they're supporting the support we're give, we're bringing them. He's like, now obviously this is, you know, a different you know, product, but he's like, it's in a lot of business, it's in life, you know, um, no matter what business you choose, no matter what you decide to do, when you bring your mission and purpose and you just serve people, um, no matter what you do, they want to support you back. They feel loved on. They feel supported. They feel heard. They, you know, so that kept coming up with working with these guys, you know, not just the service, but being understood, being connected to. And so I was like, well, it's, it's pretty profound and it's not often that you get advice from, you know, I, it's interesting how I, a lot of times ended up with around interesting CEOs, um, who weren't in it for the title. They were, they were, a lot of them were really in it for the purpose and it was pretty cool to learn from them. And then the final point I wanted to bring up, um, to, to cap all this off as from advice was when Carl was talking about build yourself first. And, um, there was, I think I might have mentioned this on one of the other podcasts. So my apologies if I'm, if I'm repeating the story, but you know, listen, um, right. It's always good to get it again. If, if that's the case, there was a very talented designer, um, who was needed and he didn't have his website done. And Carl, I believe it was Carl. I'm pretty sure that was from Carl. He had asked the kid, Hey, listen, you know, your work is incredible. And he said, thank you. And he goes, why don't you have your, your website and your portfolio done? And he said, well, you know, the clients are so much, you know, they've taken up a lot of work. I just haven't gotten to it. I haven't gotten to it. And Carl knew he wanted to hire him. I believe this was Carl. Again, I, I want to, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to remember it was either him or one of the other people in the organization. It was years ago. So apologies, Carl, if you ever listened to this and I had it wrong, but whoever it was, it was, you know, I remember seeing this meeting in this, this particular meeting. And he, he said to the, the kid, he said, you know, my concern is that you haven't put your own work first. And the kid was taken aback. 
And he said, well, you know, um, the kid didn't understand why. And he knew he wanted to hire the kid, but I like what he was doing. He was give, relaying a message. And he said, the thing is, is if you put everybody else first, you'll be spread too thin. And where does overwhelm set in? And, you know, the kid was kind of assuring him, like, well, you know, I've been able to handle it. He goes, for now. And he said, but where does, where does the over, what happens when the overwhelm sets in? He's like, what does that mean for me, for others that are relying on you? And he kind of, you know, had a kind of smile and like, you know, he was getting, he goes, the thing is, is if you take care of you first, you will put processes and systems and tools and your development and all these things at the forefront. You build you first and you're going to use what you do for you for the rest of us. So it, it makes it easier to trust that you won't get so overwhelmed. And, you know, also our project won't go on the back burner <laughs> and the kid kind of laughed. He's like, no, but think about it though. You have to come first in life because if you build yourself and you have your tools and the way you do things and the way in the, the processes and the systems and all of these things, you're going to apply that to all of us and we are going to have to succumb to them and we're going to have to trust them. We're going to have to move in those processes and those systems and we'll, we'll know how to let go. It's like, otherwise our chaos will be your chaos and it doesn't belong to you because you're doing us the favor, not us doing you the favor. And I was like, wow. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure now that this might not have been Carl, but because I, I can picture the, the meeting, but I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, interesting, right? And it's true. It's true, right? Even in business, even in life, when you put yourself first, it's how you will govern everything else that you do. So think about that. It's not, I know, especially there's, I think, a lot of creatives that listen to the podcast too. I know the clients and everybody wants your attention, your time. You have to come first. And when you set everything else up in your world first, that is doing the talking for you. Well, why should we hire you? Well, first of all, you should have already looked at all my stuff. <laughs> I think that should like resonate with you. And then I think that's kind of the defining factor. I think the only time people ask that is when they can't see our stuff, right? So that's the irony. It's like, well, you should have already seen my stuff. So is there anything really else to, to have a conversation on? You know, um, not with arrogance, but with confidence, like, hey, well, we, we should probably already feel that we're aligned, you know, so I want you to take that into consideration um, that you have to come first. So again, humility brings your talent and other people's talent together. 60% is 100% more than people who know nothing at all. The goal isn't to keep a job by failing. It's to quit a job because you they don't need you anymore you've done such a great job with them don't talk so technical that the people you need to reach can't understand you always simplify don't focus on the external focus on your mission your purpose and the people you serve and build yourself first right and the rest will thank you later <laughs> for a no but build yourself first and that will be your governing system for how you handle everything else. So thank you guys for tuning in to this uh, episode. I appreciate you guys. As always, please, please leave a written review and five-star review on Apple. It helps expand the, the reach of the show. We're doing great in that category. Uh, and I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next episode, 
I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.